Hello, Hallmarkies, and welcome back to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are excited today to talk about two of our recent Christmas movies, The Angel Tree and the third in the Godwing series, Godwing Christmas, Second Chance, First Love. And I am your host, Jess, and with me today, I have Casey. Hi, everybody. I am here at the fake set of Home and Family in my Christmas is Not Canceled shirt. Hallmark (laughs) movie kind of day, courtesy of Jen Lilly. That's not sponsored. That's just because we love her. So that's right. (laughs) Go sponsor your child. (laughs) And her movie's coming up soon, too. So it's totally appropriate. Uh, Totally. And we will be back for that, of course. Yes, we sure will. All right, so let's dive right into The Angel Tree. This movie is based on a book, and it stars Jill Wagner and Lucas Bryant. And the kind of the basic premise is that uh, Jill's character, Rebecca, is a writer, and she spent a short period of time as a child in this town called Pine River that has this, like, mythical angel tree that you put your wishes on. And all of those wishes come true, except for hers when she was a kid, which is really sad <laughs> because her wish was to stay in Pine River forever. And so she wrote a one story or one piece on it. And so her editor or boss or whoever is like, you need to go back. And um, her goal is to find out the identity of the angel and see who is the one who has been granting all these wishes. And so yeah, she goes back with her daughter, Cassie, and of course, she meets one of her friends from the time named Matthew, who is the owner of the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, I have so many thoughts about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first thought is, this surprised me in a really good way. I don't know that I was all too high on it. It's kind of like, eh, but it was it was really fine for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. The second thing totally reminded me of One Calls the Heart Wishing Tree, where they put all the wishes on the tree and Je- Elizabeth puts the wish that says, I wish Jack comes back. And he's like right behind her and like everybody's wishes are granted. So that was also really fun for me as a hearty. Um, and then the last thing that really stuck out to me in this movie before we dive into all like the rest of it it made me laugh that the way they would talk about Angel is like Charlie from Charlie's Angels. <laughs> like Angel says, we're not allowed to tell you. Angel <laughs> did this. Da, 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 da. Angel recruited me. And Angel it's like, recruited me. <laughs> Hi, Angel. <laughs> Just like Charlie. Charlie's Angels. Ooh. It's all wrapped up in secrets. But yeah, I agree. This movie was a surprise for me as well. When I watched it, I didn't know I was going to be recapping it. And so I was just, it was like really late in the evening. I was like, you know, I'm just going to watch one more Christmas movie. And it ended up being really good. So I was really glad I watched it. Um, but yeah, let's let's dive into some of the details here. So these two characters, Rebecca and Matthew, they were friends as kids. And... <laughs> Let's talk about the meet cute or the re-meet cute. Can you even call it a meet cute if you almost impale someone in the eye? No. <laughs> that moment where she shoots the the wrapping of the straw, whatever you call it. What do you call it? Straw wrapper. Straw wrapper. <laughs> where she like shoots it out of her mouth. 
I had to pause because I was laughing so hard. It's so, it's like so ridiculous because I mean, it's just everything about it was so funny. It needs to be a GIF. If it's not a GIF. Oh yeah. I will be disappointed. Yeah. I screen captured it and put it on Twitter. It's like I stopped the movie too. I was like, I was like dying <laughs> because too, it like totally reminded me of myself as like a child. And I probably would still do it as an adult anyway. But like when we would go out with my family, especially with my grandma, she was a little mischievous and we would always like shoot the straw wrappers at each other. Like that's what we did. Now I can't say I have Jill Wagner's impeccable aim and I've ever gotten anyone in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> And I like how it was like a callback to when they were kids when she would like go to the diner and then like shoot rappers at him to get his attention because he had his earphones on or yeah. whatever. Um, but that was super fun. That's the second thing. The fact that like their little reunion was happy. It wasn't like a lot of these times in the movies when they like know each other from the past, there's like baggage or it's like super awkward, but they were just like so excited to see each other. And yeah. That was, so refreshing that it wasn't mixed up with all that baggage and awkwardness mm-hmm. I thought yeah um so that was definitely different yeah it was like two old friends who were just picking up right where they left off because in this movie there was an obvious friendship already established there even though they had been away from each other for I guess mm-hmm. so long I don't know that they said how long yeah, and I'm not even sure she was like in Pine River for that long because didn't her her dad moved her a lot or something? Yeah, her dad moved her a lot, but she must have been there at least enough for it to make an impact on her. Mm-hmm. I'd guess maybe a few years, as opposed to like eighteen months or something. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that that whole diner scene was just great. <laughs> it was a great way to like set the tone for the movie because it's a very lighthearted movie. It was it's a very comical movie, um, and so um, Rebecca immediately gets started on finding the identity of the uh, the angel. She um, is staying with her aunt Mimi, mm-hmm. I believe, and she is just yeah trying to find out the identity she wants Matthew to help her because I guess he has been recruited by angels to help with these uh these wishes and he's like no I'm not telling you anything yeah then he totally throws her under the bus when she's interviewing all these people and he's like Rebecca's gonna try and find out who Angel is don't tell her and all these people are like yeah we're on to you and I'm like you little twerp man Michael tipped us off or Michael Matthew tipped us all off (laughs) uh so here's my question whose side were you on for discovering the identity of angel are you on uh rebecca's side and like trying to find or more matthews of let's keep it a secret you know me i like a good spoiler okay (laughs) (laughs) now i understand i'm conflicted as me myself if i were in rebecca's shoes i would totally be trying to scope out angel i mean you know we're big science still delivered fans here i would be channeling my inner shane mcinerney and going into the recesses of the internet and trying to figure out who (laughs) angel is however at the same time there's like always that element of surprise and why ruin a good thing because then it's not going to be as magical for everybody else but i would still find out but i would keep it a secret I don't know that I would exploit it. I feel like that would be a little unfair. Which is kind of what she was was doing, um, which is why I was like, I'm totally with Matthew. I'm like, don't don't ruin it for the entire (laughs) town. It's like, 
like trying to like reveal the identity of like Santa or something like you know, yeah. a mythical figure and you want to like take away the magic of it yeah don't um, do that <laughs> I mean I guess if you want to know per- like for your own personal you know knowledge great but don't write a piece on it because then right. it's like then it's like over so yeah but let's continue on that line here so did you guess the identity of Angel no I did not I was so focused on the rest of the story I really didn't even know if we were really gonna find out who Angel was Mm -hmm. um I was thinking that maybe like Angel had passed away and had passed like it on to groups of people maybe so I figured Mm -hmm. it was like a network of people that um banded together to be Angel and I thought that maybe it was like Matthew's father was recruited and then he I was passed on that to at one point Matthew and then Matthew was angel and was recruiting all of these people so that was kind of where my thought was I didn't really expect for it to be Mimi yeah well so I had like changing theories my first theory I think was that oh it was Matthew's father because it had to be someone older who was there when she was a child um and that was my first thought and then at one point I was like, it could be Matthew. I'm like, eh, that's too obvious. And also he was there when Angel left the note. Um, but then like, mm-hmm. like literally like five minutes or so before we learned the identity of Angel, I was like, it could be Mimi because she's been kind of in the background uh-huh. and they haven't focused on her too much. And I'm yeah. like, that's what they try to do when they're hiding something. That's true. That's true. So, but yeah, but in the end, she does not reveal the identity of Angel, even though she does discover it mm-hmm. um, and learns that not only is it Mimi, but she has recruited like an army. So it's really more that there is like kind of, you said, like a group mm-hmm. of people now who are who are the angel. Because even in the movie, like the wishes got so big, they had to go beyond the people in the group. Like the whole town right. came together and made mm-hmm. the wishes come true. So, yeah, which was really sweet. And I love the reason why Mimi started the whole angel tree to begin with. It's because she wanted to make sure that they kept their community. And mm-hmm. it, it's true even to this day, like we are so bombarded with texts and emails and phone. And like, you know, we're always rushing around trying to do all the things with like our kids or our families or our appointments or whatnot that we forget mm-hmm. how to cultivate a community and cultivate deep friendships. And so I really appreciated the fact that Mimi recognized that and she kept that tradition going over the years just to make sure that they had a tight-knit, deep community that can help each other out. Because um, with Matthew's family um, and them saving the diner, that's a big thing. Yeah. I mean... These are big wishes. They weren't just like, I want this stuffed bear, you know? It was right. Like, save the save the diner. And- save the diner. Save my save my dog. Save, you know, my house. I, it's yeah. like all these things. And um, you know, we need to in order to do that, you need to know your neighbors and you need to love your neighbors and help your neighbors and stuff. So I just I love that theme. I love that little theme of the movie. Yeah. That was definitely great. Mm-hmm. And um in the end, she does get her wish that she had as a child to stay in Pine River forever. It just came, you know, 20 years later. <laughs> however many, much time has passed. <laughs> it was so sweet. I, I love that tie-in at the end. Oh, oh, 
Yeah, it's the fact that she made Owen's wish come true. Owen's the nephew. Of yes. The nephew. Oh, yeah. We even mentioned the nephew. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so um, the nephew's very, he's a teenage boy. I mean, mm-hmm. let's put him there. And a little shy. A little shy, a little introverted, a little mm-hmm. upset that he's got kind of the short end of the stick this Christmas. And um, Rebecca makes it happen. And she mm-hmm. makes his wish come true, even when everybody thinks it's impossible because she, the mom has put in for, the mom's name Zoe, she's put in for a vacation or leave to go home for Christmas. It's been denied. She can't go. It's She's overseas in South Korea. And it just so happened that Rebecca had done a piece at that um, army post. So she was mm-hmm. able to pull some strings and look on his face the reunion was so sweet yeah she had just the right connection sounds like a god wink oh wait that's not next to me oh oh no <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i agree i, I enjoyed um enjoy the message of this movie i enjoy the lightheartedness of the fact that he was like also like always like scaring her and coming up behind her <laughs> and also when she fell into the tree I know. When he was on the phone. Oh my gosh. I just, Jill Wagner is really, really great at the comedy. I she think, is. In this movie, especially. She is good at the comedy. The writing was fun too. Just the banter and like, like the, when Owen's like, hey lady, the coffee's on the house because that's hysterical. Or like <laughs> the daughter, Cassie, was all like, hey, Diner Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just very snappy and very witty mm-hmm. and very fun. I, I really like this movie. It, it was cute. It's yeah. Very cute one. Very cute. So overall, how would you rate it? Oh, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, my rankings change all the time based on like what I've seen and what mood I'm in. So I just. Oh, yes. Mine too. Yeah. So my letter box thing where I keep my movies as like number one through 16 at this point it just keeps shifting so this means nothing I would give it like a 3.69 stars <laughs> I, I would watch it again it was fun <laughs> yeah I would say I was pretty close I gave it a four four out of yeah. five so yeah it was definitely a solid movie and it was a lot of fun yeah super fun all right on to the third in the Godwing series second chance first love starring Brooke Dorsey and Sam Page, and this one is based on a true story. Um, and so there are obviously two Godwink movies that came before it. Have you watched both of those? I they have nothing to do with each other, but just curious. Right, yes, I definitely watched the first one. I can't remember if I watched the second one. I think I did. That was the one with Cindy Busby and- mm-hmm. um, And Ben Hollandsworth? Yeah. Yeah, I think I did. I don't remember it, to be honest with you. <laughs> sorry no it's fine a lot of movies since last year and this year I was curious about how much like if you like them or not yeah yeah okay so the one I do remember the original Godwings um with Kimberly and Paul of course love those two together and I'm very much looking forward to their Christmas movie which drops tonight Thanksgiving night so make sure you watch that um but yeah I, I liked it I thought it was really sweet and um that one, I, I really like the fact that Kathleen Gifford was in it, too. So that was fun. Yeah, I actually didn't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the first one. I like the second one a lot. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> 
But yes, yeah, so these movies are all based on the idea of the Godwink. And each movie gives you the definition beforehand, mm-hmm. which is that a Godwink is a new word for those little coincidences that aren't coincidence, but come from divine origin. Godwinks are always a sign of hope. And so that is the theme of the movie. And I believe all three of them mm-hmm. are based on a true story. Yeah. Um, that definition is very Oliver O'Toole like. I know. I was like, for Science Hill Delivered fans, this is what we call Oliver's divine delivery theory, <laughs> is basically the idea of a god, of a god wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we have, um, so Brooke's character is Marty, Sam's is Pat, and Pat is divorced. He has two sons, and they just got to Idaho from Hawaii, so very big change there. And um, his sons are John and PJ. And then we have Margie, who works in this like corporate retail, national retail company. And she is paired up to work with her boyfriend to like train him mm-hmm. in like her, her job or whatever. And uh, these two were like high school sweethearts and ended up going different paths. And then they just like literally continue to run into each other throughout the entire movie. Apparently Boise is a small town. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. Apparently. So first off, I felt really bad for those boys moving from beautiful, picturesque, perfect weather Hawaii to freezing cold Boise, Idaho. Okay, that is a big change. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I love how when he was describing the weather, he's like, yeah, it's December, so it's cold. And then in January, February, it gets even colder. I'm like, yep, true Midwester. December's nothing until January and February weather. Yeah, even down here in the panhandle of Florida, I mean, it gets cold, y'all. Like 30 and 20 degrees kind of cold because we're on the water and the humidity. So then that makes it feel even colder, but our worst quote unquote weather is usually January. Ours is usually February, I think. Mm-hmm. You get in the negatives. We get a lot of snow. Yeah. We don't get snow. Well, we got we got kind of a flurry once or twice. Maybe three times since I've lived here. Mm-hmm. But there's snow in Boise because they get to make a snowman and throw snowballs at each other. The snowball white was fun. I thought that was really cute. That was fun. Um, and what I really liked in this movie, too, is that she tells him very early on that she has a boyfriend. I'm like... I'm glad she didn't try to hide it because it mm-hmm. could have been really like, I don't know. Like, we're just kind of like, you know, we're just, just an old friend and we're hanging out and this yeah. is nothing. And, and it could have been easy to like, just not even like tell him, especially because her and her boyfriend weren't really like, like they were kind of like, we're just getting to know each other because our relationship has been like solely long distance. <laughs> right. Six months they've been like, together. But well, I'm like, how did you guys meet? Like, did you meet long distance? <laughs> <laughs> did you meet at the corporate office? corporate zoom meeting <laughs> corporate zoom meeting yes 2020 this happened in 2020 so they yes. met at a corporate zoom meeting they were accidentally they logged into the wrong zoom meeting because that <laughs> happens all the time and that's how they fell in love y'all that's the backstory of the 2020 uh, version of margie and scott <laughs> pat no scott oh yeah sorry the boyfriend yeah <laughs> don't mind me I don't even know if I wrote his name down. I don't think I did. Oh, I'm like, whatever. I, I, They're not I gonna did. last. We know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Pat, 
let's talk about their neat cute moment yes <laughs> yeah so they're driving and margie sees him driving his like old convertible down the road and they're both bopping to the same song on the radio because mm-hmm. everybody does that in 2020 turns on the radio and <laughs> i love how she's just like hi and she's like leaning out of the window and she's like pat look behind you <laughs> Oh my gosh, she's gonna get into an accident because he almost got into, he almost rear-ended somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I know, because yeah, then when he was explaining it later, he made it sound like he like hit her car, or, like they had a collision. Like, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I ran into Pat. <laughs> Literally? Well, kind of. With your car? <laughs> yes. That was fun. But that actually did happen in the real story of Marjorie and Pat is she came home and she was driving down the interstate and saw him driving and like waved him down and they literally that's how they like read it. <laughs> so funny. And it happened, I believe the original story happened in the 70s, I think. Mm-hmm. 70s or 70s. Um hence so, the yeah. radio. <laughs> yes, yes, and hence the old car. So that's yes. all there. Um, but yeah, I, I like that they were able to still tie that in in modern day. Yeah. I mean, I still listen to like my version of the radio, which is Spotify. I do too. Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and this is not sponsored. This is not an ad, but got to throw it out there that Sirius XM is playing their Hallmark channel Christmas radio thing. So that's all cool and dandy. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. And that's kind of like radio. Um, one thing I also found really funny in this movie was when uh, he almost took her out with the tree. And like, this is the second oh, homework yes. movie we had this year where someone almost got like whacked and taken out by a tree. <laughs> well, I guess technically um, in, oh my gosh, what's this movie called? Oh, Never Kiss the Man with a Christmas Sweater. Thank you. He actually does get hit by the tree and like, yes. <laughs> pretty injured. But I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's happening again. <laughs> Because people, look at where you're going when you're carrying a tree. I mean, he didn't blind, like, you need some kind of flashing lights, like, yes. sound effects. Like. You know, a little, like, orange flag, like, you put on the back of pickup trucks or whatever, yeah. and you got, like, wood sticking out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's exactly. a courtesy. Yeah. Or have, you know, someone on either side of you be like, hey, there's a, there's a woman here that you're about to, you know, decapitate. <laughs> yeah, we need a crossing guard. We need a tree crossing guard here. Mm-hmm. Watch out at those Christmas tree lots, guys. They're pretty dangerous. Pretty dangerous. Pretty dangerous. But who'd have thought it? But that was funny. Um, but um, yeah. So I also was really appreciated too that they had this at one point in the movie a very real and honest conversation about kind of like I don't know how else to put about their intentions because mm-hmm. they were realizing like there's kind of a line like she's seeing somebody and they're kind of realizing like we have a line that we're, we might start crossing if we mm-hmm. like keep spending time together right. and I like they had that very open conversation of like this could get messy if we're not careful yeah I mean it still kind of does <laughs> <laughs> even though they had this conversation but I'm glad they had the conversation this they kind of like knew like mm-hmm. I don't know they just kind yeah of, there's honesty. no misunderstanding of oh your ex-wife is still talking to you is she falling back in love with you or oh 
I didn't tell you about my boyfriend because we've only seen each other for real for 10 days out of the six months that we've been together. So are we a thing? Not a thing. You know, there, there's no room for misunderstanding that we usually have in these movies. So mm-hmm. that was nice. Yeah. Oh, so real funny thing to me is the fact that Margie keeps losing her like trinkets. <laughs> yes. Her earrings, her charms. They, Everything just falls off her body. <laughs> like, what in the world is going on with you? I'm really bad about misplacing my jewelry. Like, I'll, like, take out my earrings and set them down on my desk, and then I'll forget that I set them down on my desk, and I'm looking for them and tearing up the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't just, like, magically fall off. I have lost earrings before that have come out of my ear. Like, mm-hmm. if, if I don't have, like, a backing on it. Like, oh, like yeah. the, the like the dangling kind, not mm-hmm. like a stud. Obviously, with a stud, I always have um, a back on. But sometimes we're my, like, more, like, hanging down ones. I don't always have, like, a little clear back and I yeah. have to have them falling out and lost them so like I can kind of see it maybe not the frequency <laughs> yeah the frequency is a little insane but, but and yeah and offer offer bracelets too like yeah you need to go to a jeweler and get that the the little hooks tightened or something yeah <laughs> she's just like she's you know. special jewelry yeah <laughs> she's like the little she's like the Hansel and Gretel leaving instead of candy bars. trail of breadcrumbs <laughs> yeah it's jewelry yes it's the trail of breadcrumbs to lead pat back to her oh because he keeps finding her everywhere god Boom. wait god there wait god go. wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> i love the little like sound they play too every like for every god wink it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> yes yes that's super fun but um so yeah so they have a, they, they keep running into each other they keep doing all these christmas things together and then eventually kind of comes the conflict of when he decides he's moving to seattle to pursue a job because he does outdoor adventure stuff um he's having trouble finding a job and she has this whole thing with her job where she thinks she's losing her job which i thought was a pretty big assumption for her to make based on mm-hmm. what she overheard that it was going to be her job um that was going yeah yeah i mean i i can see i can see how she would freak out just because she's a vice president and sometimes in those situations they just can you like Hmm. no rhyme or reason they're like you know what you've actually not met your quota this year and so you know sometimes sometimes it really just does happen in real life so I can kind of see why she'd get really frantic especially if she's not if she's in the dark and she hasn't really heard anything mm-hmm. and then you have this this guy that like who is her boyfriend that she's training and then you have the rumors of this and then you hear that this person's leaving this area and so like I could totally see why she would freak out that way mm-hmm. um now, I was not expecting the end result. I was just thinking it was maybe a misunderstanding and that he was going to be the one to take over some random office that she didn't realize. Yeah, I actually did predict the end result, just knowing what, what the Godwing story was. Mm-hmm. Um, but at first, at first, I like in the early stages, I thought she was going to get Willa's job. Like, I thought that was her promotion was like, mm-hmm. Willa's like, I'm promoting you to my job, like, or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the part that... Um, the fact that she was going to be VP over the entire company of whatever department it was, like, that was what I didn't expect. I thought it was like, I don't know, mm. either lateral or, you know, gotcha. I didn't think she was going to get fired. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I didn't predict her title, but I'm like, it's going to be in Seattle. We know this. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> 
because otherwise where would the story be right and that's like the fun thing about these godwink movies is knowing that it's like a true story because like otherwise you watch and you're like all these coincidences like that's just in the movies but it's like fun that it's like no this actually happened to two people like that all these coincidences or godwings kept happening and brought them together so. yeah yeah that is definitely true because if this were not a godwink story i i would totally think it was ridiculously cheesy like that does not ever happen yeah i'd be like come on <laughs> but the fact that it is a godwink story we know it's a tr- based off of a true story and like looking back at life like i've had those experiences of like little godwinks that lead me to other things that lead me to like mm-hmm. you know something grand and fantastic so um yeah it, it's it's kind of interesting to see you know yeah for sure mm-hmm. so yeah so he gets a job in seattle she gets a job in seattle and everything works out as it's meant to Happy and ending. they live happily ever after in rainy seattle <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so what would you rate this movie overall or any last thoughts um i would give it i would give this one a solid three that's exactly what I gave it. <laughs> I I wish we had gotten rid of the boyfriend sooner. I think that like hurt that like them being able to develop more. But mm-hmm. I also know it was like based on true stories. So I'm like I don't know how much liberty they were they were allowed to or willing to take. Um, mm-hmm. and, yeah, and it was a very like it was like there's like not a lot happening in the movie. I guess um, it was like watching everyday life. Yeah, I which I mean, like. it's it it is a real life because it's someone's story. Yeah, so. but I do love um, Brooke Dorsey. Like, absolutely love her, and I thought she and Sam Page did a really good job too. Like, they yes, do. they do have really good chemistry. And can I just say, Brooke, the best part about this movie is Brooke's <laughs> hair. Okay, I'm in love with Brooke's hair. Whatever she does to her hair, it's just so voluminous and like voluminous, voluminous. <laughs> has a lot of volume Brooke's hair has just like a lot of volume and it's just like perfectly waved and it's oh yes just gorgeous beautiful like Brooke if you are listening to this podcast we just need to know what products you use for what's your, your secret like what's your secret hook up a girl can we you. have this hair yes 100%. <laughs> oh my gosh well I think that wraps up both of our movies um yeah yeah so let us know what you all thought of the angel tree and a godwin christmas whether you agree or disagree with us or anything like that and casey where can people find you you can find me on twitter at hallmark my words and that is all yeah, and you can find me at Jess BSW blog. And if you happen to be a fan of Science of Delivered, you should check out the podcast that we both do, Deliver Me a Podcast. Hashtag cheap plug. But just in case you haven't found it yet. <laughs> Hashtag awesome product placement, just like that Hallmark, Hallmark card. card. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, let's let's look at the card. Open the card and then flip it over because we need to know it's Hallmark card. <laughs> it is Christmas card season, people. Yes, it is. Get your Christmas cards. Send them out. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, and make sure you're following this podcast at Hallmarkies Pod or Hallmarkies Podcast across 
all social media, uh, including YouTube and iTunes and all that good stuff. Feel free to leave your ratings and reviews. And um, there's also the patron group that you can be a part of. There's, we do a lot of like watch alongs um, with like writers and directors, mm -hmm. right? Writers, directors, sometimes actors. So consider becoming a patron and also check out our merch store. We got lots of fun designs, new one. I think new holiday ones were just mm -hmm. added recently. So check those out and thanks for listening and we'll see you back soon. And happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Bye.